everybody welcome to round three it is monday october 8th i am derek i'm china i am robin and we did not get canceled after uh sequelance sequelance <laughs> um i had a couple of people that i co-host with threatened to quit the show they shall remain nameless if you saw derek trending on twitter and you didn't click on it now you know <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried to have a good time. Won't happen again. <laughs> All right. So it's a new week and uh, new topics, and we're just going to forget last Friday happened because <laughs> God knows I can't. All right. <laughs> I landed on number three for this Monday. Number three is what is your wrestling entrance music? If you were a wrestler in the WWE, what? Is your entrance music? What do you come out swinging to when when they're in the middle of a match and there's a lot of drama going on and they drop that beat at the beginning of your song and it's oh holy crap it's Robin. What is that song that they are playing? How do they announce your entrance? Um, could I um, just go? Yeah. Um, I tried to think of something like badass, but then. This came to my head, and I thought it would be the funniest freaking thing ever. Mm -hmm. uh, the theme to The Office. <laughs> <laughs> Just come charging down with a... Din -din 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 -din. All right, fair enough. Uh, What's your wrestling name? Bonus point. <laughs> what is it? Oh, my wrestling name? Yeah. Um, uh, Scott's Tots. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I go by Robin Burge when I enter. All right. I find a wow. name, Robin Bird. The ring? The ring? Yeah. Or are you talking about something else? Uh, <clears throat> tune in next week. Uh, Sheena. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica. Ooh. I dig it. Neither of you said yeah. the Buffy theme. What? Neither of you said the Buffy theme. That's her theme. You stay away from that. It's, That's yeah, it, it's okay. It works for the show, but. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Uh, mine is King of Wishful Thinking by Go West. <laughs> <laughs> I get over you. I know I will. Why am I the only one who has like a terrifying theme song? The rest of y'all are like, <laughs> cute <stuff. laughs> I got to do something to make you guys laugh after last week. <laughs> <laughs> I just could not stop laughing, thinking of myself running down the aisle with that bass yeah. to the office theme playing. Uh, you give a real answer. I'm coming down to Wilson Phillips uh, when I come out. Not hold on. You're you're yeah. you're strictly a you're in love guy. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I would have to have something like. Very 80s or something like that, though. Like, I'd, I'd need some kind of shtick to come out to. Like, Robert Palmer or something. <laughs> I'd come out to some Robert Palmer or something like that. Which Robert Palmer? I mean, easy answer is addicted to love, because then all my, like, backup people that are with me are, you know, in that <laughs> or dressed like that. Um... I don't know. I might come out to Simply Irresistible, though. That would be funny. <laughs> nope, I didn't mean to turn you on. That's what I'm coming out to. That is my jam. I will not lie. Just that is my jam. As soon as they hear it, Vince McMahon's up there. 
It's like, you're not going to do anything. What can you do? And then just like, I didn't mean to turn you on and start his plays. Holy crap, it's Derek Russell. <laughs> Run. <laughs> and I just like descend from the ceiling on wires. Okay. Hanging stuff. by yeah. your kids on the block. Yeah, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's the one. All right. <laughs> that was a fun one. Ah, number one. What was your first job? The first job you ever had. And let's like, let, I mean, let's make this specific, like W-2 form job. Yeah. Yeah, not like, I mowed lawns. Like, you know, like an actual occupation. I guess I had a W-2 for this. Remember? Should have. Well, the IRS um, has been looking for you for some time. So. What? The IRS has been looking for you for some time. Great. Um, My mom works for um, the local school system and she got me a job entering um, for like the month of like August and September when I was in college, um, entering free and reduced lunch applications. So all I did was enter people's information in a computer and it told me if they were uh, if they would get free or reduced lunches. So exciting. Like if they were qualified Mm. for it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, trust me, I could tell when people were lying, but whatever. That's a lot of power for a high school kid. I was not in high school. I was in college. That's a lot of power for a college kid. Not really. The computer tells you. Trust me, it's very easy work. It's just like data entry, basically. (sighs) Hmm. And trust me, most of the people were qualified according to what they put down, which let's pack a lie sometimes. (gasps) Whatever. I ain't saying nothing. She ain't saying nothing. I love that we started talking about that town and you immediately went into. No, I did not. No, I did not. How dare you? I didn't get country. I didn't get country. Shut up. Shut up. Okay, what was yours, Russell? Avengers Virginity War. (laughs) Stand by my. I stand by my game, dang it. Um, Also local school district which my mother works for because we have that in common um we have parallel lives russell we with several things are, are eerily similar yes uh i worked in the communications uh technology communications is what they called it um and when the schools were upgraded or you know in early in the time period of around the year 2000 when Rooms started getting uh, higher-speed internet. We're not going to say high-speed internet, but higher-speed internet. Um, We would run Cat5 cable and Ethernet and hook up new rooms. So it was a lot of working in old attics in the summer and heat and heat exhaustion and that heat strokes and that kind of thing. Very hot uh, in the south. So, that yeah, we would wire... New schools that were being built and old schools that were being upgraded for internet purposes. We had some boring jobs. Yeah, that was my first job. Wow. Robin? Uh, guys, I was a teenager. I worked at McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I was almost expecting somebody else to say McDonald's, too, because just McDonald's employs teenagers. And yeah, I started. Yes, it does. Work, I just started working there. I remember being very scared of the vat of acid that you put frozen fries into, and somehow they turn into crisp deliciousness. Uh, uh, but, um, yeah. 
Um, and I learned the register. There's lots of pictures there. So that was very helpful. <laughs> this is now a I'm imagining bill. you like in Double Meat Palace, like with a cow and chicken <laughs> on your much, head. Pretty much. So that would have been like heyday McDonald's too, though, right? That would have been like. Oh, yeah. Back in the 70s? Damn. The 70s? No, the 80s. <laughs> uh, yeah. Late 80s, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would say around late 80s. Okay, so that's like prime, not only Happy Meal McDonald time period, but also collectible glass McDonald time period. Oh, wait, no. It, no. I think it was like 91. Oh, that's still in that time period. It's like 16. It's like 86 to 94 is when that stuff yeah. was going on. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything, scoring any cool stuff. I remember free food. That was and the, And the cookies they used to have during that time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the little, the little, not like chocolate chip cookies, but the, like the little McDonald kid cookies in the bags. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, yeah, the, now it's McDonald's. like all computerized. <laughs> I don't know if your McDonald's has been re- revamped, but uh, you can now walk in and order stuff through the touch no, screen. Technology and... has not gotten that far south yet. Ah, okay. It's, it's still above the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> like, I don't know the last time I walked in a McDonald's cool. though. Yeah. I'm I'm the ultimate fatty. I just do a drive through. Spencer jumped out to pee in one while we were on the road. While we were in the drive through. In, in the bathroom. Spencer did. Yeah, we were went through McDonald's. Oh, that's right. That's right. I was thinking Chick Fil A with the fat dude. No. But that we were talking about, but no, it was. Um, now let's let yeah. we were not talking about a fat dude. Let's let's back up on that. We saw somebody who looked like a slightly larger version than somebody we know. Yes. Okay. Let's not be like we were talking about that fat dude. Like that's, that's no. Not right. I mean, he literally looked just like this guy we know. Just just a, lar- yeah, larger yes, version. That's exactly. Okay. I just want to make sure we clear and that younger. up before. Yeah. Before somebody was listening, was like oh, they were making fun of fat people. No, I'm I am fat. I can't make fun of fat people. They joked about Kevin McAllister in the Holocaust, and then they were making fun of fat. People. What is this show turned into? Uh, that episode is deleted by now, so I'm sure nobody knows what, what we're talking what? about. What? What? <laughs> Delete? I worked so freaking. The <laughs> next Friday, we're like, I got this new game, guys. <laughs> Sequelets. Um, right. <laughs> McDonald's for Robin first job. All yes. Right. All right. Uh, number two is what we're left with on this Monday, and that is what, uh, or do you have? I guess rather a favorite celebrity encounter. Have you ever run into a celebrity somewhere, uh, mm-hmm. or you know waited in line at a con or anything like that for somebody? And do you ha- do you have a story from it? Um, we'll work backwards retroactively, Robin. Yeah, I was at this Airbnb in Atlanta, and all of a sudden, Derek Russell walked in. I was like, <laughs> "What?" And I was like, "Are you that's, kidding me?" That's the guy that came up with Home Alone Two, Holocaust in New York. Holy crap! Get me out of here! I don't want anything to do with him. I hope nobody takes a picture of me with him. Listen, <laughs> make sure never to take a picture with him. Listen, <laughs> that way you're all gonna regret it when Funnier Die premieres. Lost Home Alone Two, Holocaust in New York in the next few months, written by me. <laughs> It's starring Macaulay Culkin. 
Uh, no, my favorite, uh, I, it, it goes way back. I think I was like 17, 16, 17, me and a couple of friends of mine, uh, went to, uh, Albany in New York, uh, to, uh, see wrestling live. And, uh, uh, my buddy, uh, uh, Ray, he like had like a Trans Am, I remember. And, um, he just was like the funniest guy to be around. He was like a always wanted to be a stand-up comedian and uh, like me him and this other guy I forget what, i think it was like daniel he was like a foreign exchange student we we had this like routine where like we got so psyched up to go see wrestling live that we made up this routine where we did like this flexing move like this combination of flexing moves you know all like uh in like in sync basically you know um so we just you know, up pecs up pecs down like little little flexing and then like a little like pointing out to the sky, you know, um, I, you know, I'll, I'll post pictures on the net eventually, uh, of how it works. Um, cause it'll be a craze. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so we, we get all psyched up about that and we went to the, went to see wrestling. And then afterwards, right. We all got in Ray's Trans Am and suddenly he's like, we gotta, we gotta meet some wrestlers. And I was like, what? And, uh, we, we see these like limos coming out you know, these SUVs or something at all going in the same direction. And we follow them and I'm like, this is the craziest thing. So they go to Denny's. <laughs> and so, uh, we see it, we see them all go in and like, I couldn't believe, like, I remember like Brutus, the barber beefcake and like Jim Hart, just like sitting at a table together, getting like a moons over my hammy, you know, like it's the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> But outside, there's freaking Hulk Hogan, the the man, right, uh, on like a payphone and like talking to like his agent or something. He's like, and he's just like, yeah, we beat the Sheik tonight, uh, beat the crap out of him, blah blah blah. blah. And, uh, and then he like got off the phone and he turned around and he saw like three teenagers standing there, and we're like, hey, you know, and he's like, you know, he just immediately went to like Hulk Hogan mode. And we're like, hey, Hulk, we got something to show you. And he's like, okay, do it. And and uh, we did our little flexing move. And he looked at us. He <laughs> says, he goes, you dudes are crazy. And, and then he just walked away. Oh, it's the funniest thing ever. I think we got, I think we got uh, autographs, but that was about it. <laughs> but just to have Hulk Hogan be like, you dudes are crazy, like in the Hulk Hogan <laughs> voice, really, it's a memory, quite a memory. <clears throat> and then he came out to the office thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gina? Gina? Derek? Your turn. Why is it my turn? Because we're working backward. Uh, I hate your rules. I don't okay, know. I I'll go. To... Jeez. Um, <laughs> kidding. I can't do anything right on this show. Um, uh, Graham Hancock and I were in Los Angeles. This was. You met Graham Hancock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, right? Uh, we were in LA. This was probably 2001, maybe 2002. Um, we were going to the Golden Globe Awards and we were staying at the Beverly Hilton and we were eating in the restaurant at the Beverly Hilton because obviously we were too young to rent a car or drive anywhere. And this <laughs> was before the age of Uber and things like that. Um, and. We went down to the restaurant and bar to have dinner, and um, it was very expensive to eat there. We were a couple of high school kids, and we ordered hamburgers at the Beverly Hilton, and they were still like you know twenty five dollar hamburgers. 
and we're eating them and it's very nice and we're people watching and all of a sudden Robin Williams walks up to our table <gasps> and makes fun of us for eating hamburgers at the Beverly Hilton very quickly. Oh, you you guys are eating hamburgers. Ooh, oh, goodness, what are you doing? Oh, oh. Eating hamburgers? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it happened so quick. Walking through the restaurant <laughs> and just was like, oh, I'll have to try that. Oh, and, you know, just like, uh, <laughs> we're like, ah, ha, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robin Williams, kill me. Genie. It's and, a genie. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> it's more. And that was it. It was happened so brief, like of course it's the age before you know nice. cameras on cell phones, so it wasn't like can I get a selfie uh, or yeah. anything like that, or couldn't even ask for an autograph. It was just so brief, and it was just it was kind of like those one of those Bill Murray like nobody will ever believe you type stories right. uh, kind of things, and it was just really just amazing. He he was so so funny to come up and do that, and he and. God, yeah so that did he just did that just happen um so i'll always kind of carry that one with me and then also on that trip another one i love is i met carol burnett um like uh -huh. the next day and it was again just brief we were both in the lobby and i just and i actually did get her autograph but i just said i am a adore your show like i grew up watching your show and she yes. was like you were far too young to have ever watched my show and that was it she was that was just, she was like no you could not have watched my show you're far too young and that was it she signed my book did you she, wink at her yeah tug my ear um, yeah. so that was really cool too but yeah robin williams definitely my like all-timer oh that's uh, awesome yeah it's pretty neat okay now is it okay to go now Sheena? yeah i just okay. I, I don't like your rules you don't like my go. rules you don't like my games i got it no problem Oh my god, oh you take god. everything too personally. Yeah. I don't know what's waited too long. She's gotta to give her answer on Wednesday now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which story to tell. I don't tell know. Them both. One. I told two. Okay. Okay. Um well I kinda then that makes it three. Tell three. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of fun ones thanks to work. Um yeah. yay work, but yay work. Yeah. Work. But um, what am I? I have okay. It's two stories. Obviously, in one. Paul Simon, right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's um, interesting. No, I've never met him. That's sad. <laughs> um, but I mean, and you'd think he would stop, especially yeah. on this tour. But yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, no, my first favorite. It wasn't so much because we didn't meet anybody, not technically. In either of these stories, but it just was hilarious, and you had to be there probably. Um, this also involves my friend Hannah of the excessive volcanism fame. So, this was maybe we were out of college for maybe a year, maybe um, just under, and AFI was playing at the New Daisy in Memphis. And she came up from, I don't remember if she was on the coast by then or not, but either way, she comes down to stay with me. We go to see AFI and it's, I wasn't in Memphis yet. I was still in Tupelo. So like we drove up and Memphis used to have this place downtown that was this massive mall back when malls were a thing and, um, had a Starbucks, the whole nine. And it had this massive movie theater in there that was like the only IMAX screen in the city at the time. Mm -hmm. Anyway. 
we're kind of like dorking through the mall waiting on, you know, to get in line before the show. And we go to get ice cream in the food court and we're going around and we're uh, walking to get a little seat. And I'm like, I don't know, eating my ice cream because hello, fatty. And Hannah's going, Sheena, 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 Sheena. Like she's mad that I'm not talking to her. And finally I'm like, what? And I look up and there's AFI getting Starbucks. And we're just like, oh, God. And we just sit there. (laughs) We don't have the nerve to go up to them and speak. And this was in the December underground era, too. So, like, they look so punk rock and so cool. And we're just like, we we can't even even imagine going up there and speaking to them. So we just watch them. And they enjoy their Starbucks. And they sit around and they talk. They went to the bathroom. Not together, but individually. And there was this massive, giant, huge teddy bear sitting kind of near the bathroom entrance and every time they would go to the bathroom they just stop and look at it and be like why is that doing there i don't know it was weird so fast forward like i don't know a couple of years later we are at the same mall it's in may we're going to memphis in may bill street music festival to see my chemical romance and again we're dorking around the mall because what else is there to do and we go to the restroom and we're on the top floor, which is where the movie theater entrance is. And as we're leaving, here comes Frank and Ray from My Chemical Romance. And neither one of us have to yell at each other. We just see them and just immediately stop. And they just walk by us and they're just talking and laughing and goofing. And we're just like, oh, my God. Like, how do we keep running into people at this mall? So it was kind of funny. You had to be there. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, many jokes were to be had. And it just thrilled me that I saw for three seconds AFI, and then two, what, thirds at the time, maybe, of my chem. Um, So, yeah, not technically an encounter, but it was fun. But I did, though, probably around the same time at some point, um, one where I did meet people, I promise, and it was funny. I I swear to God, oh, man, everyone's tuned out, haven't they? No. I shouldn't have gone laughed. No, I wouldn't even tell my y'all. I was talking about... um, the listeners, they oh, probably turn off yeah, the Huh? Nothing. Your hair looks nice. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'll make this one short. So back when um, American Idol was still a thing, and, I mean, this was 2007, 2008. They when um, were a thing as well? Is this yes. Around the same time yeah. period? Okay. Yeah. Um, So they were holding auditions in Memphis, and the newspaper out of Tupelo that I was working for was like, hey, go cover all of the audition rounds. And technically, you can only cover the first round and the last round, which the first round is just that you're trying out for a producer. Second round, you're trying out for a producer, but it's more private. The third round, you're actually trying for trying out in front of the judges. And at the time, it was the original lineup of judges. So it was Paul, Randy, and Simon with Ryan Seacrest. And... I go there. I went the first for the first major call um, for auditions for the first round, which that was it was what it was. No big deal. Um, But I went back too when when everyone was auditioning for the judges and I'd never covered something that sort of massive. I was by myself. Well, my mother was with me, (laughs) but she wasn't obviously reporting with me. She just rode with me to Memphis, Mm -hmm. but they didn't send a photographer with me or anything. So I was having to take pictures and type my notes and not type my notes, take my notes. And I'm not a recorder type of girl. So 
but I, I did take one with me. I just think it's wasteful. I just, I hate to record an interview and then have to transcribe it. That's a complete waste of time. Anyway, so we are, we're told all of us reporters, it's like me, one other print reporter, the rest are broadcast. We're told we're going to get interviews with all the judges when they take their break. And I'm like, cool. And something was said about, and I just assumed they're going to sit at their little judges table and we're just going to shout questions at them, kind of like a press conference type thing. And then we go home. Well, the woman who's ever the publicity, she said something about getting one-on-ones and I like chase up to her. I'm like, excuse me, Alex, did you say we're going to get one-on-ones? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, Oh God, I'm like super nervous. So she, we go in the room where you audition. So we're like standing where an auditioner would audition in front of the judges table. And she's like, they'll be in here in a minute. Y'all get in a straight line. So that way the, you know, the TV people have a clear shot behind them and we'll bring in the talent as they come in. So me being a little introvert gets on the very end of the line. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be by anybody. This is weird. And the first person she brings in is Simon Cowell. And he's like, hi, everybody, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, and I'd like you to meet Sheena. And so, like, oh, God. <laughs> so I'm having to do this interview with Simon Cowell in front of all these other reporters. And I still feel, even with several years under my belt, I still feel like a baby reporter. So I'm just like, <laughs> Simon. <laughs> and I have, my hands are totally full. I have my pen and notepad. I do have a recorder just because and a camera. So like it was crazy. Well, he goes then down the line. Here comes Randy, and then here comes Paula. Ryan did the did the line the backwards way, so I actually ended up with him last, and we talked for the longest. He was so nice, and when we talked about everything, he had just started working with E on producing reality shows, so we talked about that, like a bunch of stuff. But it was cool, though. Uh, everyone was very nice. Everyone was very polite. They answered all my questions. The best part, though, was in interviewing Randy Jackson. He sees all this crap in my hand, and I'm and I'm one of those reporters. I don't believe in looking looking down at my notebook like I look at you because we're having a conversation, you know. And so I'm doing this and just looking him right in the eyes and writing down my notes. And he just stops and he looks at everything in my hand and he goes, you're good. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> and it was just kind of this fun little moment. Anyway, that was, those are my very lame celebrity encounters of, I saw people from a distance. And then one time I interviewed all the American idol people. Nice. What's yeah. up dog? Yeah, exactly. He didn't <laughs> say that. I don't think. <laughs> he may have. I don't remember. I was too nervous to remember. So, Simon, do you ever try different color T-shirts at all? I mean, <laughs> black went out with malls and what was the other thing? Yeah. American Idol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, malls, malls aren't a thing anymore. All right. They're not. There are malls. Yeah, but they're they, they didn't go anywhere. Kind of sad. They're still there. They're kind some, of sad some, now. They are. Some go. South, I guess, but to hell. <laughs> I, I was going to say no offense. Oh, oh down here, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, you're back. Right. Hey, we, we just got a dance. Okay, okay. Well, now that I've killed the room, <laughs> <laughs> it's time for sequence part two. <laughs> the only thing we can follow up with. All right, uh, that's a good episode. Good job, everybody. Hands in, hands in. Thank right. you. Okay, cool. Yay. You're welcome. Uh, round3show.fireside.fm. You can listen to us there. You could subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts where you can leave us a rating and review, or you can listen to us via Spotify. 
lot of people use Spotify. So check us out there. Just search round three. We are share your round three playlists. Yeah. We're also on uh, the social media, uh, the Facebook, the Instagram and the Twitter at round three show. And you can email us, talk to us round three show at gmail.com. Send us your topic suggestions and we'll be back on Wednesday. Until then, I am Derek. I am Robin. And I'm Sheena. And we will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, Robin. Bye, Derek. Bye, Robin. Bye. Bye, Sheena. Bye. 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 Bye, Robin. And Sheena say goodbye to me. Bye, Robin. Is she, is she hanging up? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bye, Robin. Bye.